Welcome into a new episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Thanks for joining us today. Well, U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai applauded the European Union's announcement that it's extending the suspension of tariffs on U.S. goods. Tai said in a statement, quote, for the past two years, the United States and European Union have engaged in critically important negotiations. Our goal is to negotiate a forward-looking arrangement that will allow us to join forces economically to incentivize fair and clean production and trade in the steel and aluminum sectors, end quote. Now, she points out that challenges remain as two new wars have started and global economic disruptions have continued since the negotiations began in 2021. She adds, quote, these are technically complex negotiations and the United States remains committed to our partnership with the EU and to staying at the table to continue the progress we've made so far. I'm glad the EU has announced that it is taking steps to join us in extending the time for these negotiations, end quote. Well, four new board directors recently appointed by Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack were sworn in during the Sorghum Checkoff's annual December meeting. Additionally, two producers began their second terms after being reappointed by Secretary Vilsack. The board elected Kendall Hodgson of Little River, Kansas, as the chairman for 2024. And the newly elected chair says, quote, I am honored to lead this organization into a new era of growth and innovation. Sorghum is a crop with incredible potential, and I am excited to work alongside our leaders and producers to elevate its impact. Together, we will cultivate opportunities, foster sustainable growth, and strengthen the sorghum industry, end quote. A sorghum checkoff executive director Norma Ritz-Johnson says, quote, amid the challenges of the persisting drought, innovation thrives in the heart of challenges. We are ecstatic that this group of producers and board members embody the resilience that will steer the sorghum industry towards a horizon of groundbreaking possibilities, end quote. Milk production in the 24 major milk-producing states during November totaled 17.3 billion pounds, 0.5% below November of last year. October's revised production at 17.9 billion pounds was down 0.6% from October of last year. The October revision represented a decrease of 37 million pounds, or 0.2%, from last month's preliminary production estimate. Production per cow in the 24 major states averaged 1,948 pounds for November, three pounds below November 2022. The number of milk cows on farm in those states was 8.9 million head, 26,000 head less than in November of 2022, and 9,000 head below October of this year. Milk production in the U.S. totaled 18.1 billion pounds in November, down 0.6% from November 2022. Production per cow hit 1,932 pounds in November, two pounds below November of last year. The number of milk cows on farms in the U.S. was 9.36 million head, 44,000 head below last year. Well, for decades, crop insurance has been a key component to the tremendous success of our country's agricultural economy, and the same was true this year. Farmers all across America relied on crop insurance to navigate risks like unplanned weather events and keep their farms going. For fourth-generation farmer Keith Brown, who grows winter wheat and grain sorghum in Kansas, this year was especially tough and was the first year in 35 years that he raised zero wheat because of severe drought. He says crop insurance is life-changing in these instances. Weather is by far the most difficult thing to deal with. <laughs> it was the first year in 35 years well since Dad's been here that we raised zero crops. And without insurance, it would have been a huge hit. It got us by, it gets us by sleep at night and uh, that's the most important thing is being able to sleep and uh, know you're covered. Well it's life changing in the fact that you don't have to worry if you're going to be here next year. You can go to bed at night and know if you don't have a crop you're still going to be here. 
Over in California, farmer Eric Ott grows almonds, walnuts, cherries, grapes, alfalfa, silage, corn, and blueberries. Like Keith, Eric faced a tough year because of weather. He went from a three-year drought to a flood in three months' time, and the flood waters destroyed two alfalfa fields at his walnut fields. Thankfully, he had crop insurance to help offset his losses and keep his family farm in business. Oh, it's sad. I mean, you put your heart and your soul into growing these things, and then it just goes like that. We need to continue to have insurance packages available to us. We're not in this to make money, to collect the insurance to make money. We just want to be able to pay the bills and sleep at night and not lose the farm. These stories explain how the farm safety net has been vital to American farmers this year and why it must be strengthened to protect and ensure the success of our farmers next year and in the years to come. You can watch these stories and learn more about the importance of crop insurance at cropinsuranceinamerica.org. Well, Farm Bureau farmer and rancher members play an important role in their communities and the organization by serving at the local, state, and national levels. Several newly appointed volunteers will provide leadership beginning in 2024 as members of the American Farm Bureau's Young Farmers and Ranchers and Promotion and Education Committees. According to AFB President Zippy Duval, quote, these newly appointed national committee members will focus on advancing the mission of the American Farm Bureau and working to build trust with consumers and others while sharing agriculture's story. Now, the YF and R committee plans programming that includes coordinating the Young Farmer and Rancher competitive events at the National Convention in January. The Promotion and Education Committee develops resources to inspire and equip the Farm Bureau to convey agriculture's importance. Well, the U.S. Department of Justice and Federal Trade Commission have released their new final 2023 merger guidelines. The guidelines are meant to promote fair, open, and competitive markets by preventing mergers that would substantially lessen competition or tend to create a monopoly. RCAF USA offered input since the agencies began the process to update the federal merger guidelines in January 2022. The group initially stated that the previous merger guidelines did not adequately address buyer power upstream in the supply chain and far too much emphasis was put on market efficiencies, which had dismantled the competitive marketing channels within the U.S. cattle supply chain. In the earlier merger guidelines issued in the 90s, the agencies were encouraged to consider expected economic efficiencies when they determined whether to challenge a merger. But many organizations, including RCAF USA, argued the old guidelines improperly allowed mergers of companies that would result in reduced market competition provided the companies could show an increase in efficiencies. The new guidelines established that protecting competition, even when efficiencies are claimed, is a primary objective of the nation's antitrust laws. RCAF USA CEO Bill Bullard says, quote, decades of lax antitrust enforcement due in large part to favoring efficiencies over competition has destroyed rural economies and pushed hundreds of thousands of American farmers and ranchers out of business. We must restore and strengthen competition, and these merger guidelines are a meaningful step toward that, end quote. Now, RCAF USA submitted comprehensive comments last year urging the DOJ and FTC to investigate the vertical integration of cattle feedlots. In September, the organization joined with Food and Water Watch and several other groups in comments that expressed its strong support of the proposed merger guideline updates that follow President Biden's executive order on competition. And finally, now through July 2024, the National Agricultural Statistics Service and Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service are doing a study on sheep and lamb health and management in the U.S. This study, conducted every 10 years, consists of two phases and includes biological sampling and two questionnaires. Producers who participate in the study will have free and confidential biological sampling of their sheep. Survey results will provide a greater understanding of sheep health status throughout America. Participation and response are more convenient and accessible through their online respondent portal at agcounts.usda.gov. 
That's going to do it for American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. I'm Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day. Thanks for joining us.